0: welcome to the masculine journey i hope your saturday is going well i hope it's uh, just been a glorious day for you and we hope that we'll continue that as we talk about just an amazing topic today robbie what are we talking about
1: this one is a real life enricher it has really really enriched my life we're talking about the sage not the spice not the one that that uh, you you put in your turkey dressing okay this is <laughs> this is the one that we can glean from having older folks in our life. And God has really blessed me with that over the years. And so I'm really excited about what this brings to the table for most men.
0: Do you think it's any coincidence that the spice sage and the topic of uh, elderly advice sage being the spice of your life is any coincidence? No, actually, I
1: did a little research on that. And John Conrad in 1633 wrote a book on herbs and sage, he said, was good for the mind and it stimulated growth and having people like that in your life has definitely been good for my mind and stimulated growth because they can see holes in your armor that you didn't know your pants weren't buckled up (laughs) you said
0: 1623 that was probably the class just ahead of you yeah that was when i was (laughs)
1: trying to learn my old king james english then
0: we are going to be talking about the sage we have guests with us today from uh, Heritage Woods, and it's an assisted living and independent living facility in Winston area, if I said that correct. And we have Tammy and Connie, welcome. Thank you. And we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the experiences that you guys have and in, in the, the joy of working with people that, honestly, our society dismisses sometimes. And, and the shame of the wealth of knowledge that's there, we get the benefit of being with Vinny every week and just getting information from him and, and learning a lot about life. And as Al says, set, sets us straight many, many times. And uh, I just wouldn't imagine what we would do without that. And there's so many people out there that just have so many gifted things to share uh, just about their life that we'd we'd love to learn more about. And so we'll talk with you about that. But I want to get into a clip pretty soon. it's from Sean Connery is in it. So it's a really good clip. You know it has to be if Sean Connery's in it. It's from the movie Finding Forrester. And in that movie, if you haven't seen it, it's about a young uh, inner city boy that really likes to write. And somehow he learns that this older guy up in an apartment may have been a writer, and he kind of breaks in, and they get to talking, and they develop a friendship. And this is Sean Connery starting to teach this young man how to write. And I want you to listen to this and just see how this sage plays out in this young man's life.
2: Why are your socks inside out? Because socks are badly designed. The seams are on the inside, hurt the toes in some cultures it's considered good luck to be wearing something inside out and you believe that no but what do you risk <laughs> now about this professor of yours how did it feel having him tell you what you can't do like he knew he was better than me <laughs> that us show what you can do why well, is it the words we right for ourselves are always so much better than the words you write for others. Move. Ah, sit.
3: Hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, and what?
2: Write. What are you doing? I'm writing, but you'll be when you start punching those keys.
3: Is there a problem? No, I'm just thinking. No, (laughs) no
2: thinking, that comes later. You write your first draft with your heart and you rewrite with your head. The first key to writing is to write, not to think.
0: So Robbie, as you hear that, I, I'm listening to it, I'm just thinking about all those school projects I wouldn't start because <laughs> I didn't know where to start, and I should just watch this movie, it would have told me what to do.
1: I could, I, I'm could. familiar with that clip, and as a writer, I can tell you that there, time and again, I go back to that and just start letting my heart go and see where it goes, and it's amazing how often that combined with prayer, God will direct you, but the cool thing is, is that wouldn't, how cool would it be to have a guy upstairs that you could go knock on his door, and he could give you answers
0: into wisdom like that? Oh, it's It's incredible to have that that ability to do that, one of the things I wanted to point out real quick is, is a lot of people, if you're not familiar with the assisted um, living or independent living, it's not the nursing homes of old. You know, when I was a young kid, my, my grandma would take me to the nursing home to visit her brother. It was, at least at this place, was a place where people went when there was no one to care for them. You know, and, and this is really more of a community is really what we're having. I've been in, blessed to be in one on Sundays that we go to and actually have church service there. And it's such a, a lively, active place. It's like, man, I can't wait time the age that I can get in there. You know, it's so much fun. So what is that like to be in that community with the people? Have there been people that have impacted your life?
4: Um, I think um part of just being there is is recognizing that there are so many people there who have value and who who are not there just because they're old. They're there because they're there because they wanna live and they wanna do things. And so it's a place and, and you know, so I've had many folks over the years um, tell me things or see them do things that make that excite me. And I think, you know, there's there's a lot of living left to do, um, you know, teachers who've taught me and helped me support me and raising my own child. I'll come to work and think I'm just, you know, talking about my kid did this or my kid did that. And then all of a sudden I'm getting this wonderful advice from a 97 year old lady who taught for 40, 45 years. So that that's the kind of thing that I get from the residents that we get to work with every day.
0: Well, and then the stuff you shared a little bit, you know, before we came in, and I won't share anything, you know, unless you, you'd want to. But just the difference between reading about history and hearing about it, you know, right? Yeah, you know, the amazing thing you had a couple of residents that were really instrumental in history, and to hear it from firsthand.
4: Right. I worked. I worked with a lady um, who 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 had dementia um, when I worked with her. But if you talked to her enough, she was. Over a hundred and three, and she was a and she had done some amazing things. She taught, um, she taught college. She taught history in college or English, one or the other. I'm not sure, but she taught, um, um, some of the gentlemen who were con- who were the Greensboro Four in Greensboro, and it was very interesting to talk to her and hear her tell you about some of those things. And in a hundred and three years, the things you could ask her and find out, and the thoughts she had about things. And and while she did have some some memory issues. Um, it was always she was always um, able to impart some knowledge that I didn't know, and it was really uh, it was it's just a cool thing to walk away and to be, and be able to say I knew her, and she influenced me.
0: Yeah, and you, you have to have ears to hear. Right, right. You know, Robbie, you made a point that um, a lot of times people that are truly sages. And before we get there, what is a sage? If I ask you that that question, if you defined just very simple one sentence, what's a sage? It's the
1: stage after the king where they've gleaned understanding on how t- to do that, and now they're actually in a more important role of being able to
0: advise other kings mm-hmm. on how to do what it was that God taught them. Thank you. The reason I wanted to ask you is, A, I knew you knew it, and, and I did as well, but also just to say why society says that that's the age that they're, they're no longer useful, and the reality of it is that's when they're the most useful they have the most time on their hands to help. They have the most life that they've lived. You know, there's probably not going to be many situations. If you, if you read the Bible, there's not a lot of situations in there that don't happen today on drama TV. You know what I mean? Like, humans are humans, and they have been forever. And, and to talk with somebody that's been through some of those things and say, how did you ever get through that it would be key. Connie, one of the questions I had for you was, you know, the time that you've been there, You've been in a couple different roles there, but how have you really enjoyed working with the residents? What's some of the things that they've impacted your life with?
4: Um, I think for me it's uh, because my parents have uh, are gone. My grandparents are gone. And I think for me it's just that I have the privilege of working in their home. And uh, everybody has a story. And I've learned a lot throughout the years of just what makes them tick um, what their likes are, more of the discovery of uh, what their passions were in their youth, mm-hmm. um, you know, just, just about their families. And I take that home with me every day. Yeah,
0: And it impacts your life, I'm sure, in, in deep ways. Now, to go back to Scripture, because we do like to use Scripture here on the Masculine Journey, um, from Proverbs 1630, it says, Gray hair is a crown of splendor, is attained in the way of, of the righteous. Now, Vinny, you must be incredibly righteous because you have some really nice gray hair there. And and I know you, and I like to joke with you. But, you know, life has had its twists and turns. But how many times have you stepped up for us and said, hey, guys, time out. You need to think about this a little different.
2: Yeah, I've done that a number of times. And uh, my gray hair is just around my ears now (laughs) because I've uh, parted with it in many ways. But uh, I am the sage over here. And the one thing that I've learned being with you people and where I live, because I live in the Heritage Woods with Connie and Tammy, the one thing that I have learned is we're alive. Yeah. You know, I mean, people see us as old, you know, in your 80s and 90s. Well, I look at people where I live now and they're older than me and I'm the kid, you know, and, uh, but the uh, sage is all a part of growing up. Uh, I have learned before, instead of being rambunctious and always telling my family, my kids, everything, do this, do that. I've learned that it's better to listen Mm -hmm. and really absorb what's coming on. And uh, and that in parts what a sage really is all about, you know, to listen and to guide. And I'm happy to be at Heritage Woods. This is not a promotion deal. Uh, I am happy, very happy, because my wife is blind, and I get so much help from Tammy, Connie, and the staff. And coming here every Wednesday doing a show uh, with you guys, you make me feel young, they make me feel young, and what more could I ask?
0: Well, Vinny, you also make us feel young, believe it
1: or
2: and, not.
0: And how many
1: times, Sam, have we had discussions about issues with our kids, or our grandkids, for that matter? And then all of a sudden, that we've been talking for an hour, and Vinny hadn't said nothing, and then all of a sudden, here comes the solution. <laughs> we didn't realize it was just—it was there the whole time.
0: He's just waiting on us to ask. You've been listening to The Masculine Journey. We're going to come back after this break. we got another great clip from a movie you don't expect. It's a, a recent movie, and it's someone you might not see as a sage. If you want to listen to past podcasts, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org, or you can find us on Facebook at Masculine Journey Radio.
1: If you ever wanted to meet Vinny Menino in person, we're talking The Guardfather.
0: Oh, it is a treat.
1: We've got an opportunity coming up Thursday, June 26th. It's music at twilight.
0: In (laughs) Kernersville. So join us at downtown Kernersville this Thursday from 6 to 8. Stop by the WTRU tent.
1: We'll have the whole Masculine Journey team there. We're going to have Dennis. Hey, can I sing? The question isn't whether you can
0: sing. The question is, can you sing?
1: And Al?
0: Al Henley, you can't miss Al. <laughs> We're going to have some great giveaways. Downtown Kernersville, it's from 6 to 8 on Thursday.
1: Can I sing?
3: Your phone, your tablet, your iPad, your Android just became a radio. That's right. You can take the Truth Network with you everywhere now thanks to our brand new Truth Network app. That's right. Listen to Dr. Michael Brown, The Line of Fire, The Christian Car Guy with Robbie Dillmore, Truth Talk Live, all of our programming 24-7 right there in your hand. Perhaps you're out of range of your radio or traveling in a busy airport. You can plug into the Truth Network. Just go to truthnetwork.com to download the new free app. That's truthnetwork.com.
0: Welcome back to Masculine Journey. We are talking about the sage today. And again, not the spice that you would think about for cooking, but the spice that adds just so much to our lives if you, if you learning to walk with one. First, wanting to know what one is and then trying to decide, you know, I really need one. There's been so many times that as you read a book we've been reading called Father by God, that uh, as men, we just get angry. You know, and when you really boil down to what that anger a lot of times is, is just the frustration that there's been nobody to show me how to do this. You know, and just to be able to walk with somebody that's been through those things, is, is you can't measure what that is. And it's not just current day. It happened back in David's time. We've been talking about going through David's life on the masculine journey And Robbie David had a couple sages in his life, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he had them. He was knee deep in sage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't turn without finding a sage. But, you know, one of the most fascinating stories in scripture is, you know, in the Bathsheba incident, incident, where how could a guy like that go so far south Mm -hmm. and not see it? But then this amazing sage and Nathan comes to him and tells him a story because, you know, it's not too cool to go to the king and say you know you're an adulterer and a murderer but instead he tells him this story about this guy and his sheep and and leads him to his own conclusion that this guy needs to be punished and then Nathan says well the guy that killed the sheep that's you Mm -hmm. and 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 that was amazing but also when Absalom turns on David Mm -hmm. there's a whole issue with these advisors and we talked about it before that advisors end up with more power in a country quite often than the King. We think it's the president, but those advisors have all this influence mm-hmm. and that comes from years and years of wisdom. Well, these advisors that were with Absalom were the, what David knew to be the more d- divine advisors. And so actually they, they kind of sent in a secret agent sage to undermine the good sage so that they wouldn't take the good sage's advice and he goes out and commits suicide because the king doesn't take his advice that's how much those sages played a role in, in the bible in what you know a king a good king uh, depends on great counsel and you know there's plenty of proverbs that say where you know a lack of counsel plan, plans fail and that's the beauty of having a vine in your life or all these folks that are there at heritage wood
0: Absolutely. Now, if you would have told me you were going to talk about a secret agent, sage, I would have saved the Sean Connery (laughs) clip. You didn't tip me off on that. Thank you. But no, the the sage and an advisor are totally two different things, you know, at least in the way that we define them. An advisor is somebody taken to the, I guess, the extreme is somebody that wants to give advice to be lifted up themselves. Right. Right. You know, I want to have value. and, And a sage is really trying to help somebody in their life. You know, and that does provide immense value, but it's the motive behind it that's, that's different. Uh, sometimes sages come along that aren't always what we expect. Now, if I ask you about a sage with uh, Connie, Tammy, if I ask you about a sage in your life, I, I would imagine most of the time that would be somebody that was rather friendly. Would that be a true statement?
4: Most of the time.
0: Most of the time. <laughs> Thank you. But because you, you can learn from people that aren't necessarily friendly. Right. right? And sometimes the best advice we get and come at us in a way we don't expect and we're going to listen to a clip from the movie the hunger games it's actually the second one uh catching fire or catching fire rather and in this clip you get hamish that's talking to the two people from his area katniss and and pita and they're getting ready to plan to go back into the ring and I want to listen to the advice that he gives them don't listen to how he says it but listen to listen to what he says
3: You'd freeze to death first. No, because I had a of fire. Well, oh, that's a good way to get killed.
4: What's a good way to get killed?
3: Oh, Joy. Why don't you join us? I was just giving some life-saving advice. Like what? Oh, I, I was just asking about how to find shelter. Which would come in handy if, in fact, you were still alive.
4: How do you find shelter?
3: <sighs> Pass the jam.
4: How do you find shelter?
3: Give me a chance to wake up, sweetheart. This mentoring is very taxing stuff. You really want to know how to stay alive? You get people to like you. Oh, not what you were expecting. When you're in the middle of the games, and you're starving or freezing some water, a knife, or even some matches can mean the difference between life and death. And those things only come from sponsors. And to get sponsors, you have to make people like you. And right now, sweetheart, you're not off to a real good start.
0: <laughs> now, Robbie, you're laughing at that. Why, is that, why does that
1: make you laugh? Because there's so much of, of what goes on, in my view, in ministry. Where these people are trying to to figure out a way to get Christ across, and, and they go about it in in with such a frown on their face and without the joy. And who, you know, if nobody likes this, they're not going to accept the advice too well.
0: Yeah, it's hard to believe there's good news when it doesn't seem like it's coming <laughs> at you in a good way. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're being beat with it. It's a little bit harder harder to take. Now we've talked a little bit about what a sage is, and hopefully you're getting the idea that you need one. Now now, Robbie, you've walked with some guys for a number of years on Thursday. And is that sage relationship that you you meet with those guys is that uh, is that a one-way thing that they just here here's your wisdom for the week now head out youngster and come back next week <laughs> No 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 it's one of the joys for me of
1: having those uh, those folks in my life is that sometimes they I get to give them stuff and then other times they give it to me it's it's a give and take situation it's very much a relationship the neat thing for me is that to have people like that that you know they can pray for you, they, they don't always have answers, and you don't always have answers for them, but it's just another way that God shows up for me is in the heart of some of these older saints because he's in there, and, 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 and he shows up through their love,
0: which is a unique kind of it. It is. It is. Um Tammy, a question for you. You shared a little bit of a story where you walked in and looked on the wall, and there was a picture of a guy that you thought had a monkey with him. I did. It was, it was maybe not a monkey that we would think. What was it?
4: Right. He I, he quickly told me, correct to me, that it was not a monkey. It was a chimp. Um, and evidently, if you work with monkeys or chimps, the difference is very important. Um, but he told me that that it was a chimp. And so I was like, oh, that's really cool. I like chimps. And um, But what I found out was that he had worked – Um, At NASA, and his job, he trained some of the first um, space chimps, and that was really kind of cool to me, and so we got to talk about that a little bit, and he was pretty stoic about giving me information, but um, it was real interesting to have that information from him, and so to me, to think back on it, I've had some doing what I do, working with senior citizens, Um, I've just had some wonderful experiences and got to meet some wonderful people and learn things that... By not being around as many senior citizens as I have, I would have never learned. So to me, that's been a blessing and and just a value, um, an added value to my career is the things I've been able to learn.
0: Absolutely. And you'd shared that you'd actually took your son in.
4: I did. I actually took my son to meet him because I thought it was so cool that this man um, trained space chimps for NASA. And my son was young enough that he didn't even really know what a space chimp was. So we had to get on the Internet and figure that out. And then we had to go, and we went and talked to this gentleman. And over the, the years, my son is, is 12 now, and over the years he's been able to meet a 103-year-old lady who they shared a birthday, and we gave him a birthday party together. Mm-hmm. He's been able to meet teachers who have been retired for years and years. He's been able to meet an actor who acted in a horror movie that we got to watch. So so those are just experiences that you that you wouldn't get to have without these 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 people who have all this value in this experience that that we should appreciate.
0: It reminds me thinking a little bit about we've talked several times on here but why did Jesus teach in parables? Jesus taught in parables because they were stories and people learn in stories and as you're talking about this man that had trained the, the, the space chimps. I bet your son never forgets that.
4: Right, right. But, we know, still talk about it now, and that's been a few years back. Yeah.
0: Because there's a story, and there's somebody that he knew involved, in, and the power of the people having their story to bring to it. And that's what we're talking about. If you're somebody out there that that would be a sage that said, you know, I just have some things I'd really love to share with somebody, go to um, dot org if you if you are on the Internet. If not, we'll uh, have you call Heritage Woods and, and talk to them over there but we'd love to be able to talk with you about trying to match up with somebody that just wants to know your story, which kind of brings me to the point, what if people want to meet a sage? They say, you know, I'd really love to meet somebody male or female. You know, we have some females out there. that would really love some advice from somebody that's walked in their shoes before. How could they go about doing that? Would that be something they could work with you guys
4: on? I think it would be. Um, One of the things that, that we were chatting about earlier is, you know, in, in, in Senior Living, we do a lot of programs where we match up children, adopt-to-grandparent programs, reading programs, mentoring programs, and things like that. And, and and when when we started talking about doing this show with you guys, and especially after I spoke to you on Monday, I started thinking about, wouldn't it be cool if we had a group of, of adult men who needed that mentor, and we could start to set up those same kind of of relationships? And so I think that would be a wonderful thing, and and i would certainly um like to see that that grow
0: i think if um if you did if you're able to do like a women's version and a men's version the women's version would probably talk a lot quicker than the men's version I'm i would sure guess i'm sure they would It'd be a little quieter <laughs> for a little while but yeah, you know, and that is a point you know we talked off air a little bit but there's always times in your life you know, i keep thinking that when i get to be this certain age i'm going to have arrived and i'm going to know things and i get there i'm just as confused you know and so i what I didn't know what to do with a 12-year-old son, I really didn't know what to do when my child got to be you know, 21. You know, and the challenges that come there and be able to walk as a male or a female and to talk with somebody um, that has walked that with you would be huge. Robbie, as you think about this topic, what more would you like to add? Yeah, I, I, all of
1: us have folks like that are probably somewhere in our circle. We go to church with them. We don't know how to engage. And we talk a lot on the show about the poser and how we think we got to be a certain way or we got to be that way or this way. But actually, if you just be completely authentic with that older gentleman, or, or when you walk in and, and you're in this group, you begin to share what you really are struggling with. You know, I, I really don't understand this that's going on in my life, or I don't understand this passage in the Bible, or I don't understand you know, this that I'm dealing with. And in doing so, you, you call out that sage, that sage is sitting there listening and when he sees you are actually humble <laughs> and you actually have a desire for what it is that he has to offer then it calls him out and it gives him life and I have the absolute pleasure of producing a program on the network called Wisdom of the Wounded which is done by Karen Mulder I saw an email the other day where she said this show just gives me, it's an opportunity to share what God has been teaching me
0: that's, that's a great point you know we talk about life-saving advice well there's life given on both sides of that equation when, when you walk with somebody in that way you've been listening to Masculine Journey we've got some events coming up if you go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org go to the events tab we're going to be in Kernersville June 26th we're going to be there once a month at Music at Twilight so go on and read more about that MasculineJourneyRadio.org also we have a Dove Camp coming up in September September 7th 5th through the 7th 5th through the 7th or you can go to Masculine Journey Radio on Facebook or on Twitter at M Journey Radio. Masculine